podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Every week there's a minimum of 10 grand to be won on the AFTV Pick 10. Now remember, you don't have to get them all right, you just have to get the most right. Click the link below and play. along to the Invincible podcast with my man Lee Judges, not in the building. I'm over here in Qatar. He's over there in the UK. Um, it's a beautiful day here in Qatar. Um, the sun is shining. Uh, it's a Friday over here. So on a Friday, you know, there's a big call to prayers. A lot of people go to the mosque. Um, so you could hear like uh, the sort of calls to prayers going off. That's finished now. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, the weekend has started over here. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. What's it like over there, Lee? Oh, no, fantastic. I'm glad you're having a lovely time over there. It's nice <laughs> and sunny because it's absolutely freezing over here. I think it's about more, uh, about four degrees at the moment. So uh, the last couple of days... Four degrees? Huh? Yeah, four degrees. So, four degrees. Yeah, so make sure when you come back, you're not looking like that, I tell you, because you're going to you're gonna have in for a right... Um, Right, uh, what's it? Reality check when you boys come back. I tell you, like, you know. So it's, uh, it's just, uh, the last couple of days. It's just turned cold, and of course, it's now December, so it's all Christmassy now. So um, I don't know what it's like. Yeah, over there. do you know what? That's the one thing. I mean, like uh, we we were saying yesterday that um, we was like, oh, it's the first of December, and you know, it is not Christmassy at all over it. It just mm. feels like it feels like you're in July. It's like summer. Lovely breeze. Everybody's walking around in shorts and stuff like that, and it just feels like the summer. It doesn't feel like like December at all to me. Um, but it's been absolutely brilliant. By the way, guys, don't forget AFTV Pick Ten. Um, we're not actually going head to head this week because uh, they're going to be doing it on um, the predictions after the group stages, right? And it's the last group stage game is taking place on Friday, right? So they're going to be doing with on Pick Ten. A big one on AFTV Pick 10 this weekend. And you can win a share of up to £10,000, right? And that's great for Christmas. All you've got to do is scan the QR code, um, click the link in the description as well, and play AFTV Pick 10. And you could be a winner this weekend, win a share of ten grand. So, Lee, don't worry. You don't have to suffer me beating you this week. Um, you're going to be okay, you know what I mean? I just, I just like to say, it's, it's 3 nil this time around. You've had a right poor month. I know you've been out there sunning it up and not really been like into it, but I have, and it's 3 nil like that. So we've got nice Chinese when we come back. Nice Chinese. Uh I'll tell you what, it's it's been it's been great out here. I mean what you know what I'm interested in to I'm gonna tell you what I've found over here. But beforehand I'd like to sort of find out what what's it been like for you guys over in the UK sort of looking and seeing the World Cup from afar. Do you know what? As I said, we spoke about it before before you went. I weren't really feeling the World Cup before before it started, but since it started, it's been fantastic. It's been really really enjoyable. You know, it's a feast of football that first two weeks, isn't it? When you've got games on all, all the time and, and they were coming thick and fast, but the games have been brilliant. The, the, the actual football and the excitement has been brilliant, Rob. You know, so uh, I, I, I have to say, I've been doing the, the watch-alongs on DR Sport. I've thoroughly enjoyed them. They've been banter all the way um you know you see other countries and and uh, they've all been a little bit nervous so i think you know england sailed through didn't we but it's been a really really yeah. good fit like really encouraging so, some of the shocks well you know going into this knockout stage now 
you know, doing the pick tens and all that, it ain't going to be easy because you just don't know who's going to win, you know. So, uh, you know, Germany going out yesterday and, and Belgium as well. Wow. That was a big shock. And uh, some of these, um, so I say, the, the teams you don't expect to win, like Japan have been... Morocco, how good have they been, like, you know? So, yeah. It's been really, really good, you know. So I think I think everybody's starting to to get into it. The only the only downside from our point of view is, you know, when you go to the World Cups, as if you if you go to a bar, you're always outside and and you can see, um, you know, have a few beers and all that. Everybody's sort of indoors, and no one's got flags on their cars and things like that because they probably get blown off. Like you know, what I mean, we're in the summer, they're all out and about. I haven't really seen that out <laughs> over in a minute, like, you know, so I yeah. think that's a winter thing because it's more more in the summer. But other than that, it's been a fantastic World Cup. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, over here, it's been absolutely brilliantly. I mean, you know, obviously there was a lot said before um, the World Cup and some of the things that were said needed to be said. I say that all the time, you know what I mean? Um, the, the problems with the LGBTQ community, um, the the migrant workers, the, the you know that, that the, those those issues that were raised, but actually coming here, it's been an absolutely brilliant experience. The stadiums, every single one of them, are like absolute top notch. I mean, they're incredible stadiums. And what I've also enjoyed about it, like you said, there's been great games, and I think a lot of the reasons why there's been so many even games is you've got fans that ordinarily wouldn't be able to go to games. So let's just say, for instance, Morocco, who've done so well in this tournament, right? Their fans wouldn't normally get a visa if the, if the game has been played in, you know, say the next World Cup in the States or places like that. They'd struggle to get a visa or whatever to get into the country. Here, they're able to come en masse. So there's loads of Moroccans here. There was like Saudi Arabia when they had their first shock against Argentina, when they pulled that off. I mean, there's so many of them here, right? And I think that's just given their players that extra 5%, 10%. Japan last night, I mean, Ugh. they had so much support there and their support was unbelievable. And again, it's not as far for them to come so they can they can really get into it. So I think what I found with, with it being in one city, you know, I went to the World Cup in Russia and you'd play a game in one place and then it'd be like a five-hour flight to the, your next game, you know what I mean? Where over here, with all the games being in Doha, what happens is every single nation is here. So you're walking around and you walk down the road, there's a load of Argentinians, but they're mingling with loads of Brazilians who are mingling with loads of Saudi Arabians who are mingling with Moroccans and English and Welsh and German and French. It's been beautiful. It's been beautiful to see. And I... I actually, you know, you know, there's been almost like an attitude um, from coming from, you know, the press and the media in the UK, almost like to separate ourselves before this tournament away from mm. um, areas like this. No, I think it's been perfect coming here because I've been able to speak to people from these countries and learn a lot more about their culture. And learn a lot more about them as well. And it's been absolutely fantastic. And if you want to get people to start changing their attitudes to certain things, you've got to engage with people. And that's what everybody down there is doing. You're on the street and you're speaking to fans of all these different countries. And I've all got, also got to say, the support for Arsenal down there in the Middle East is off the meter. I mean, I can't go anywhere without getting stopped 
I'm being asked for about a million pitches, right? Um, a guy the other day from Saudi Arabia said to me, Arsenal's the biggest club. He said, Arsenal, Man United, two biggest clubs in Saudi Arabia. He goes, absolutely run that. He knew everything about Arsenal. He knew, honestly, we're not talking to people who don't know about the club. They know everything from top to bottom. The passionate support that Arsenal has over here in the Middle East is absolutely unreal. The Moroccans love Arsenal everywhere. And they're all asking me the question, Lee. Every time I buck into a fan, they're all saying, do you reckon that this is going to be it? Do you think this is the year that Arsenal are going to win the league? And they're all really, really, really excited about Arsenal this season. They really are. Yeah, so, rightly so, rightly so, rightly so. Yeah, it's been, inc- it's been incredible, Lee. I mean, I- I've been down here and I've been like, I wish you'd have come because, you know, it's, it's been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you know, um, there's, there's very few things I can say to fault it. Probably the only thing is, right, is that when you go to a stadium, you end up walking about a mile to get there, the way they push the parking out. But then even that, the parking's all free, you know? Um, no, it's been amazing. And I've just been really trying to embrace the culture down there. And, and then a lot of the other things that you heard said, like, um, or if you're a woman here, you're not going to be able to walk around. You're going to have to be covered up from head to toe. Absolutely false. Yeah. There's women here from all around the world and they're just walking around as they normally walk around in their shorts and their tops and no issues whatsoever. Um, Honestly, like even this has been nothing. It's just been friendly vibes everywhere you go, and everybody wants to know. In my case, in particular, everybody wants to know about Arsenal. You know what I mean? So it's been absolutely amazing. And I was at that game last night, Lee, the Japan game, oh. and it was great to see um, Japan go through. And of course, Tommy Yasu. Yeah, um, he came on. He, he's been carrying a bit of an injury. He didn't play in the last game. I went to the last game as well that Japan played against Costa Rica, but he came on. He was solid last night because that last sort of 15, 20 minutes, you know, Spain was really coming at them. But the fitness of the Japanese players was unreal. But Tommy Asu, if you think about it, our players, I was, I was talking about this morning, a lot of our players now are progressing through to the next stage. Yeah. You know, Tommy Asu's going through with Japan. Saka, um, Ramsdale, um, we know that Ben White's had to return back to the UK, unfortunately, but those two are going through with England. Matt Turner's going through with the USA. Granit Xhaka, we'll find out today. The two Brazilians of Martinelli and Jesus, they're going through with Brazil. Uh, Ghana playing um, today. Um, Partey could be through. So, you know, we were sort of saying, ah, oh, well, you know, loaded them will be back early. Just be able to hop over to Dubai. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, they're all doing very well. Yeah. So how is it going to affect us? That's what I'm going to going to be interesting to find out. That that is the that is the um, that is the only downside about this World Cup because there's part of you wants wants them to do well. You know, uh, like the part of me today wants Ghana and Switzerland to lose so that because they're the two <laughs> who make me feel players. You want back home earlier, but the other part of them you want to see them go through. You know, um, listen. De Bruyne has gone home early, which was unexpected. You know, like the Chelsea boys from from Germany have gone home early. So uh, there, there, there's there's swings and roundabouts of this. So I, I think at the end of the end of it, it's, I think it's good to say for for uh, for our boys at this moment in time that they're going to go for it. Listen, I'm not so worried about the Brazilian boys at this moment in time because they don't look like they're going to be playing too much. 
Uh, same with Saliba at, at France. Doesn't look like he's going to be playing too yeah. much. Saliba's he's progressing as well, though. Yeah, yeah, they've progressed yeah, as yeah. well. So you know, but but the, the two that do worry me are, are, are I'm going to be really honest, are Granite Shaka and and Party because they're so um, integral to what we we we're going to if we're going to achieve anything, and they're guaranteed starters where they're not going to be rested. And and unfortunately for them too, they've got to play every single game, every minute, because that's the way that their teams are playing. So both could go out today. Now, if they do, I'm not going to be too disappointed, if I'll be honest, but obviously <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be cheering them on. And it is a funny thing because I don't know how you feel, feel about it. I would have been really annoyed if Saka weren't playing in that game on the last game. But... I sort of had the consolation, oh, well, he's not going to get injured on the bench. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's the mentality of it at, at the moment. So part of me still yeah. got my Arsenal out on while we're watching these games. And, um, you know, because I, I, I think what it's like, we're in December now, of, of course, and it's now, you know, uh, over just over three weeks, four weeks, and we're we're back uh, we're back playing again. And, uh, you know, looking forward to it. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, but... Really progressing yeah. really, really well. The, the, the mad thing about yesterday's game, I don't know if you knew this when you was watching that Japan game, but at one stage of that game, Spain and Germany were going out. It, it was incredible. Yeah, no, it, we knew. We knew. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. A, it was, yeah. Uh, there was a guy sat behind us, right? There was a guy incredible. sat behind us and um, he was sort of like, he was watching the other game on his phone. That's the other thing about here, right? You go into a ground and you get perfect internet. Right. Unlike... You know, over in the UK, where you know, I mean, your phone just basically you may as well throw it away once you get into a ground. Yeah, you can't yeah, use true. It. Uh, um, yeah, so he was keeping us up to date, and they was also showing the different permutations on the screen as well, which I thought was great. So you knew at every stage. Ah, right. Like it would, it would go up on the screen and show that Germany were in, you know, um, were actually in second place. Then when Japan scored, it was up on the screen. They dropped to third. At one stage, Costa Rica and yeah. um, Costa Rica and Japan were going through, and I tell you, that was going to be brilliant. It, right? it, it was incredible. Um, I, you know, I actually didn't know what game to watch because you, I kept flicking. It was, it was so, you know, yeah. And what was so annoying, I, I flicked over to the um, to the Spain game. I thought, oh, well, watch this one because this one mattered. Oh, there's been a goal. Oh, no. So I quickly switched back <laughs> over and switched back. Over. It was it was mad, and that's was you know the worrying thing for me is that like next in the next World Cup they're talking about is it sixteen groups of three? If they do that, that will ruin it, Robbie. Two game through this, it, keep it as it yeah. is with the four teams. Keep because, it as it is. Keep yeah, it as it is. Man. Just I, add, I, I think they've had a, yeah. I think there's more teams this time, isn't it? But keep it as it is, and and I I say one thing for definite, right? That you know, it's the World Cup. It's got to go around the world, right? And as I've said, I have seen and I have felt, and it's not just me saying this, speak to anybody who's come down here, right? And they're saying the same thing, that, you know what? It's good that it's come to this part of the world. The Middle East have got the World Cup. They're so happy. They're so proud. You know what I mean? Every game's been packed, Lee. Yeah. Every game. You might see a few empty seats at the start of the game. That's only because, as I said, the the... the the one issue, the little parking issues where sometimes, you know, it's a bit far away from the ground. So a lot of people end up sometimes being a bit late. But you you watch every single game. By about 10, 15 minutes into the game, the stadium's packed. And these are some big old stadiums here, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it's been so well received down here. And um, I have to say, 
the locals were very glad that Germany went out. I think um, Germany have been uh, sort of doing a lot of protests and stuff like that. And the locals were like, yeah, you know what? Goodbye, Germany. Good riddance kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, they, they, weren't, they weren't really, you know. But having said that, you go to some England games, right? Despite the amount of hassle, uh, the amount of stick, should I say, that the press in the UK have given to Qatar and given to, you know, people down here, they look on it like it's an attack, not just on Qatar, that it's an attack on the Middle East. Yeah. That's how they look on it, right? But you go to an England game, you see how many fans that are local, obviously local people and Middle Eastern people that have got their England shirts on are supporting England. It's absolutely incredible. So um, it's been great that the World Cup is down here. I am a bit worried about how players are going to return, Lee. And I'm not even... Yeah. It doesn't even matter if they're not injured, right? This is going to take a lot out of players, right? And, I, and I'm not on about... The temperatures here have been good, so it's not been a like even a heat problem or anything like that. But you see in games, you've got to give so much. I mean, those Japanese players yesterday, they run their socks off. Yeah. Some of these players, when they get back, they can't go straight back into the Premier League. You can't. Unless you go out early, there is no way. You're going to need at least a week, two weeks holiday after yeah. this. That, I mean, That's a worry. That they've is been in a camp. Yeah, they've been in a camp, Lee. They've been training every day. They've been, you know, playing these intense games. Mm. They're all pa fans' passion. Their, their, their country is depending on them. And then what? A week later... You're going to go and play in the Premier League. It's not going to happen. I, I, there's going to be players that, you know, just mentally and physically, they're going to have a bit of a burnout. They're going to need at least a week's holiday, two weeks holiday before they can get back in it. I am a bit worried about that. And that that's the one worry. In a way, like you said, it's good that a lot of these Arsenal players that are here are not really playing every single game. Yeah. Because, you know, I think if you are a main guy like a Jacques or a Partey and you get far down into the tournament, you get to, say, for instance, the semifinals, I don't think you can come straight back. No, I agree. I, don't, I just don't think you're going to be able to do it. And yeah. it is a bit of a worry. And, and also, the transfer business we do in January, we're going to need to do it early, early in January. We can't be waiting till the end of the window. We need to bring in someone that's going to be ready to go straight away. That's my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. And like, you know, a couple of scenarios that we've been thinking about while you've been on. It's like, say if Brazil win it, yeah? Say if Brazil win the World Cup, they're not going to turn around and go, right, you go straight to um, uh, Dubai or whatever. They're going to have to go back out all the way to Brazil to celebrate it. Um, yeah. You know, like, do the ceremonies and all things like that. So, not only are they going to uh, be physically tired all through that travelling and things like that. Now, also, um, which is a great thing, is my Spurs mates are getting the ump. You know what I mean? Like, because, uh, you know, Harry Kane is being played through injury and everything like that. And now, for the first time in my life, Robbie, when he got to coffee over, I'm saying, keep him on, keep him on. What's the matter with you? Keep him playing. <laughs> I want him, you know, and, and, and they're, they're worried that it, he's going to be running to the ground with an injury, come back and turn around and go, well, I need my ankle rested and uh, or my foot rested. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're, they're not happy with, with, um, with him being played all the yep. time, so uh, and I think I mean I, I was uh, yeah I was uh, I was at the game yesterday the Croatia game and you could see 
Um, Perisic, for for instance, yeah. their, their player, he, he looked absolutely shattered yeah. at and the he, end of that game. You know what I mean? You know, right. and they've progressed. Yeah. You know, and you just cannot, I mean, there is no way I feel that you're just going to be able to, if you've been playing, you go far down into the tournament. And I think like even quarterfinals, you get to the quarterfinals, yeah. you're going to need a little rest after that. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying right now, England, I think will get to the quarterfinals. You know, um, France will get to the quarterfinals. You know what? Even Ghana and Switzerland, if they make it through, yeah, their one group, of them they got a chance. Yeah. yeah, you know, what I mean, it's it's going to take its toll. I I I I really I I'm really a little bit worried about that. You know, what I mean, how that is going to affect Arsenal. You know, um, when the World Cup is finished, because you know um, the main players are all figuring it, They're uh, all figuring and all featuring this. You know, what I mean, so. Uh, that's my only. That's my only worry from a selfish point of view. Selfish is, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on this because for the first first time in a very very long while, very very long while, we've got our act together in the league and we're playing really really well. And you just, you know, this this could come back and be the the thing that um, messes yeah. us up a little bit. Like you know, uh, this I don't know what it's going to be like for for players like I never. I actually didn't realise this, Robbie, that De Bruyne is 31. I never knew that. I thought he was yeah, a little, yeah. little bit younger than that. That's so like the way he played yesterday, he yeah, looked like he's about fifty-one. Yeah, you know. So, um, <laughs> how's that going to affect him mentally going into the season now? Because yeah. he knows he ain't going to have a World Cup. So, so coming out early doesn't necessarily mean a great thing because it could be, no. you know, uh, um, yeah. Because yeah, you're right, Lee. Because mentally, yeah. Like, so De Bruyne has come into the tournament, right, and. A lot of people have been talking him up as like, you know, the best midfielder in the world and stuff like that. Honestly, I watched him play in a couple of games. He looked very ordinary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, he looked, he didn't look himself. He didn't look himself. So how's that going to affect him? You know, there, is, there again, you could come into the tournament and have a great tournament and that can have a sort of positive outlook for you, you know? Um, you, you, you could all of a sudden that can lift you another 10% in your own belief, you know? So it's going to be, it's going to be, listen, we, it's unprecedented, uh, territory, a, a, a tournament being played at this time of year. And it, I, I just think it's going to be interesting to see, but I, I, I don't know. I just being at games and seeing the intensity of the players on the pitch, seeing the intensity of the fans and what they demand of their teams. I mean, I was at the Argentina game the other night, right? They could, those players could not afford to lose. No, those no, fans no, demand, it. and Brazil as well. They Those fans, right, when you talk to them, right, they're like, hey, we're winning the World Cup and nothing less. We, they don't want to hear nothing about semifinals, quarterfinals. You know, you know, sometimes you're speaking to some English fans, they're like, you know what, if we get the quarters, right, or maybe we could nick it in the semis. When you speak to the Brazilians and Argentinian fans, they're like, no, nah, we're winning this. Yeah. We're interested in those semis. And we were, all we're focused on is the final. Right? So, um, that, yeah, mentally, it's going to take a lot it, out Rob, of you. The World Cup. There's only been three teams going into that last games that were, I, I think, uh, guaranteed of uh, being in. I think Portugal might have been another one. So, four. So, that was like Brazil, say Brazil, Portugal, France, and England were virtually through that could perhaps rest a few but all the other teams have had to you know even Spain yesterday yeah. right you know after what they'd done couldn't take that lightly you know um they 
they were lucky in the end. You know, it could have gone against them. So yeah, every game, you know, Argent Sin have had to play like you know the, the ideal would have looked at it and said, "I win the first two games, and then like we can rest Messi for one, and then go again." A lot of these teams haven't been able to do that. So you know, uh, haven't been able to rest their star players. So uh, yeah, e- even England to a certain degree didn't could have rested Kane, couldn't they? But they didn't. You know, so um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it is like, you know, somebody said to me the other day, it's like Gareth Southgate's borrowed uh, Conti's uh, Ferrari, isn't he? <laughs> he's driving it round the old... He's giving it a good old welly around the motorway, the old M25 at the moment, like, you know? And that's how it seems. So, yeah, and also it's got to be a worry on Ben White because, you know, yeah. him going home, obviously... No, no one knows, Robbie, what, what's that it's about. No one knows. Yeah, we don't we don't know exactly what it's about, but I saw the, the, the you know, the tweet that Arsenal said where they said, we're with you. So it's obviously something very serious. Yeah. How's that going to affect him? I mean, you know, so all of a sudden now we're moving into some uh, some different scenarios and we may require some other players to sort of step up. Um Exactly, it's that. going to be interesting. Certainly, it's going to it's going to it's going to need a lot of mental toughness, and it's going to need a lot of very good management from Mikel Arteta to get everybody back on page after this World Cup. Yeah, I like you know with Mikel, I've gone through some. You know, this is his first big job. We were talking about this yesterday. Um, you know, he's gone through the pandemic. He's then gone through a season without uh, fans. Uh, now he's now he's got another uh, scenario which has not happened for any other coach um, going for a World mm. Cup mid-season, like you know. So it's a very very difficult. I don't know, you know. It's all sort of a uh, suck it and see sort of thing, and it you don't really know what's what what what's for best, yeah. what's not. I think they had a, a a couple of weeks off they had, didn't they? And now they've come back training. How do you deal with that? You know, they're going to play a few friendlies, which uh, I, I'll be honest, I'm going to look forward to them. Um, and, mm-hmm. and now they've got the situation with Ben White, you know. So, we don't, as I say, don't know what, what's happened. But th- look, listen, if if the World Cup weren't on, we'd be going through this with Ben White now with with Arsenal game. So, yeah, um, yeah, y- you know. So, I, I'd imagine with without being, uh, it's, it's like uh, we're probably looking at a death in a very close family relative or something like that for, for him to, to to come up and then to actually say he's not going to come back. So that's a yeah, uh, a, a massive thing. So you know, like faults with him, mm. like you know, and and he's such a key player for us as well, like you know. So uh, key, yeah, absolute, absolute, absolute key player. And we wish him all the best. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. And of course, you talked about those friendlies. There's a lot of people over here getting excited about um those as well. Going to be taking place in Dubai. I'm trying to see if I can. Obviously, Dubai from Qatar is like a very, very, like about a one-hour flight or something. But <laughs> I went to look at some of those flights the other day and, oh, my God, it'd be cheaper to come back to England. You know what I mean? <laughs> they bumped them right up, man. Oh, my God, I'll tell Can't you that. Can't get your mate on so, the yacht to, 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 to uh, chart you <laughs> over there, like, you know what I mean? Giving it large. I, 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 I actually did ask him about that because he did come from, took the yacht from Dubai to come here, but it's about a 16-hour crossing Ooh. apparently and and also um you know he's he's going tomorrow and that game's not until next week and i've got some more games to do um in the world cup so i'm hoping to get over to dubai for that i really want to um catch the game next week i'm hoping to get over to dubai for that it'd be, it'd be quite a weakened uh team because there's so many players that are still 
Yeah. You know, is still here in the World Cup. And even if they did were to get knocked out, they, as I said, they're going to need a rest. They can't go straight back into... I think we all need to accept that, that a lot of these players are not going to be able to just go straight back into playing football. They're going to need... No, do you know need what? a little I'm, time now. I'm going to say this though, Rob, you know, um, and I, I see what you're saying that, but when, when it's the African nations, we expected it, didn't we? You know, we, you know, part as soon as he's out, oh, you're straight back over here. Then he gets injured. Yeah, and remember what happened? Yeah, remember what happened with that? Yeah, he gets injured. And then because you're not really, <laughs> I'll be honest, not really focused in on that. Like, but now you're seeing it in the world cup, you realize that, it's very intense. So that, you know, you can't Great be looking point. to do that. So, but we, we, we expect to the, you know, I remember, oh, go on around, let's get him back home. He'd be playing next Saturday and all that. So, yeah, remember, he, he literally came home. Remember, he, yeah, he, came he, in the he played the same day. Yeah. And remember how that turned out. And yeah. that just goes to show you, right? Because that number one showed you the total disrespect for the African Cup of Nations, yes. right? The fact that we fought. He could play straight after that. But it also shows you that you're not going to be able to come straight back. No. You know what I mean? And, you know, you, you, you know, Ghana got knocked out early in the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. They, they didn't do very well in that. They, they got knocked out. They didn't even get beyond the group stage, right? So, and we, you know, he came straight back and got injured straight away. And then we lost him for ages, right? Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Anybody who's coming back after the World Cup is going to lead a little rest. Yeah. So, I think... You know, some of the other players there, you're, you're Eddie and Ketchias and you're, I, I don't even know in midfield, you know I mean? but they're going to have to play a key role, you know, because uh, it may be that these guys need a little rest. Oh, I'm hoping that Smith Rowe will be back, um, hopefully playing in these games. Yeah. That would be a big boost for us. He was over here, apparently. Oh, was he? Yeah, somebody somebody said he was over here for for one of the games or something, and I mean I, I haven't seen him, but that's what I heard. But oh, um, right, yeah, right. Smith Rowe, these guys, El Nenny, all these guys that are not in the World Cup, it's going to be very very important that you know they uh, play a role. But um, they may have to come yeah, in. Yeah, going to be interesting. You're going to be interesting, but they may have to come in. Those yeah, first but we're going to have to get over it, man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. West Ham straight back. Very, I mean, yeah, they might have to play. You know, tough games, man. Tough, tough games. Two tough games. I think, like you know, on paper you'd expect. You know, like if you was if the season ain't finished, you'd expected us to go go and win those games. You know, um, but now with yeah. with with those probably like uh, somewhere along the line, there's, you're not going to have either Saka playing. You're not going to have um, uh, either Jesus or, or Martinelli. So if that's the case, say if it is Brazil that go and win it, and we haven't got them two guys. You're asking Martinelli and probably Smith Rowe or someone's got to step up and do the business, Robbie, those couple of games because they 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 are key key players for us this season. So um, mm. yeah, you know uh, now you're saying it. I don't know if I want Brazil to go through now, like you know what I mean. So um, it, is, <laughs> it is a bit it is a bit of a worry. I have to say it is a bit of a worry. But, um, but I, I'm, I'm with you, you know what I mean? Like a couple yeah. of these guys now that are there are going to have to step up to the plate because don't forget, those first two games, West Ham and, and Brighton, there's no transfer window then. It comes after that. So um, it's so important that, uh, you know, if we were to lose those two games, all the good work we've done and all that would be taken, done in in, in uh, one swoop. So, yeah. 
that West Ham game, I, I, I'm going to go into that game. I don't know how you feel like, you know, you're going to be a lot colder than me coming there. That's the first thing. But secondly, I'm <laughs> gonna be, I am going to be nervous for that game. Very, very nervous because you just don't know yeah. what, what's going to happen. Like It's the unknown, exactly. isn't it? Like, so, might gauge something from these friendlies. I don't know, but they are friendlies. But, uh, yeah, it is it is going to be um, interesting to see what happens. And, um, yeah, hopefully Smith yeah. Rowe will get him. If Smith Rowe's over there, then that must be looking encouraging, surely. Yeah, yeah, because maybe that sure he's, be, he's going to be with the guys in Dubai and stuff like that. So that that is looking encouraging. But let's see how that works out. Lee, um, we're coming towards the end of the show today. Yeah. Uh, what you got planned for the rest of the day then? Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just going to go down to the gym today uh, and then I'm out out tonight. Um, and then obviously like the watch alongs for me on over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So it's a busy, busy okay. week weekend for me. Like, you know, so, uh, yeah, I won't me, be, me and I the guys won't be got, uh... put it that way. <laughs> well, we're not sunbathing today, but me and the guys have got uh, a driver coming to pick us up in ah. about an hour or so's <laughs> time. Uh, he's going to be taking us out to, uh, some of the cultural sites of, uh, old Qatar, right. For us to see, uh, then he's going to be taking us out for a meal. And then um, we'll be off later on to watch Brazil versus Cameroon. So a uh, very nice night. And then tomorrow, I think uh, I've been told we're going to be going to watch a spot of camel racing, which I've never seen before. So oh, I'm looking oh, forward fantastic. to that. Some, some, some camel racing and that. And um, might have to, on Sunday, check to see if the, my mate with a yacht is still around. You know what I mean? If, if not, um, but... We'll figure something out. Put it oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not pleased for you guys out there. Like, you know I mean, I might, it's I might lovely, go man. It's great. The Christmas lights. There you go. I might do that Saturday night. Oh, that, that'd be nice. I, honestly, that is the one thing I am missing. Yeah. Obviously, is we, we don't really have the Christmas vibes on it. But I can do without that for now. We'll be back in time for I've Christmas. I've got my Christmas jumper on. Look, I'm, I'm, we're getting, we're getting that, festive it, over here, like, you know. I love that. That looks so nice. Yeah, it's, I love right. that. it's a lovely colour as well, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, yeah, I love that. I yeah. love that. I love that. That's in the AFTV shop, right? That's it, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know. Yeah, yeah. James yeah. said to me, Reserve I've got to wear this now. I've got to wear this today and um, on the uh, on the um, watch-alongs for the um, fr- fr- uh, friendly games in uh, Dubai. Yeah. So. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I might need two. Out. I might need another one because it's that cold at the moment. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, well, Lee, listen, thanks very much, man. Great to see no, you. Mate. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you guys as well. Like, happy birthday yeah. to Flex. Glad that you will. Yeah, happy birthday to Flex. It's his birthday today. Um, and don't forget, everybody, if you want to get a lot of that World Cup content, go over onto DR Sports and subscribe. That's where we're doing a lot of it. I also do a daily um, show uh, from over here in Qatar keeping you up to date with what's going in, going on in the World Cup and also with all of our Arsenal players. And also, don't forget, AFTV Pick 10. Click the link in the description. A share of £10,000 uh, this weekend as we get into the group stage, come out of the group stages, and it starts to get... It gets seriously after yeah, gets after serious today. Now. It's, it's, uh, when you lose, you're on your way home, mate. So it's serious. Yeah. Um, penalty shootouts and all that sort of stuff, all that's coming... The drama continues over in Qatar. But, Lee, thanks very much. No worries. Thanks Enjoy everybody. the rest of the time. Yep. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. See you next week. Like, hopefully, you'll, you'll, you'll still be... If England go out, are you coming home or are you staying there? Like, no, no, I'm staying till the end, mate. Oh, I'm here like till the end. <laughs> so, you're not coming <laughs> home. Like, you know, we're coming home on the plane with the England. Like, no. 
He's coming, oh, he's coming, Rob, he's coming. <laughs> I'll see you later. Take care. The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie, and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion, brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.